Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. Our second reading for today comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 19, verses 28 to 40. If you would like to follow along in your pew Bible or uh, in the nifty little bulletin insert that Kathy has provided, or uh, if you're at home uh, virtually, you can join in reading from any Bible version that you have handy. Let us listen now to God's holy word and what it says to us this day. After he said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples saying, go into the village ahead of you. And as you enter, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this. The Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus. And after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the ground and As he now was approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, If these were silent, the stones would shout out. This is the word of the Lord. This morning we have palms waving, chants are filling the air. People are taking off their cloaks even and laying it on the ground in front of Jesus as he rides into the city of Jerusalem. Can can you picture that for a moment? Can you picture what that must have looked like, what it must have sounded like, feeling the heat of that sun beat down on you while hearing all these shouts and cries of loud Hosanna? I think if we can place ourselves in the crowd, we'll discover that the waving palms and the joyous shouts are symbolic. Symbolic for us as we consider our emergence from these difficult years, and symbolic of the tensions we now are experiencing as a result of figuring out how we actually live again in community with other people who aren't just on the other side of a screen. The Spirit of God is moving us to discern this path. Same with the people in the crowd as they lifted up their songs of praise and loud hosannas. We'll find that as Jesus rides into the city of Jerusalem, he begins to set into motion 
the expansive vision of God's hope and salvation for the past, present, and future age. Amid the waving palms, we ponder if this Jesus riding on a colt can actually shake us from the old ways of doing things and bring us into something new. Reflecting on this passage from Palm Sunday, there's some things that hit home for me, or, or at least were somewhat new for me. And it's, it's hard to see that in passages like this because we so often hear them year in, year out. Yes, we, we might read from Mark one year, might read from Matthew and Luke another. But I think even if I didn't read the story for today or the passage from Luke, most of you could probably fill in the blanks. But let's just take a moment to hear even in this story that is so familiar, the new things, the odd things that Jesus is doing. First off, Jesus sends his disciples to get this unridden colt. But another way I think of putting that is that you don't know how this colt is actually going to perform when you put someone on it. And for someone's triumphant entry into Jerusalem, I think I would want a colt that was at least tested out and proven. <laughs> Secondly, the second oddity, the new thing in this passage, is that the owner just seems okay <laughs> with the colt being taken. There's no promise in this reading from Luke that they're going to ever return the colt. In some of the other passages, they do sort of allude to that. But in this passage, no, there's no promise. Just the Lord needs it. And that's more than sufficient, apparently, for the owner. Lastly is this, that the ride into Jerusalem was not what people were expecting. Such an occasion, such an event, with all these loud chants, almost indicating some type of military savior riding into Jerusalem, would have certainly sparked the interest of the Roman guards, those present in Jerusalem. Because those guards had seen occasions such as this and had seen how they often turned violent. But there's no mention of Roman guards in the reading for today. No Romans trying to come up and stop Jesus from doing what it is he's doing. It's not the Romans who are concerned. It's the old guard, the people who liked to keep things the way they were, the people who, were, who viewed the kind of changes Jesus wanted to implement as being a threat to them. We find this old guard, the Pharisees, confronting Jesus, who just want him to stop what they perceive to be this embarrassing, dramatic act. As we look at these new things, perhaps things we haven't thought about in the passage, we remember that as we look at the story of Jesus, that we should not lose sight of these disorienting moments, for they certainly are clues for the new way that Christ is paving ahead of us. 
Because you see, the good news of Jesus is the good news to countless of individuals throughout history, throughout time, who need to hear it. People, though, as well, who have felt neglected, those who have been silenced, those who have been taken advantage of or pushed to the fringes of our communities. It's good news, certainly, for them that Jesus brings. It is also good news for those of us here and now, those of us who are trying to carve a path forward to begin to live once again in community with one another. For those individuals then and now, the arrival of Jesus into Jerusalem is a moment to behold. If we can consider what it is Jesus is ushering in, if we can consider what it is Jesus is desiring for us as he rides into Jerusalem, we might see the pathway Jesus is calling us to carve out. One that brings healing, brings comfort, brings justice to all, including those who have been forgotten or even ourselves. The procession into Jerusalem is good news, and it's a stark reminder that Jesus is a Savior, is a Messiah, who does not settle for maintaining the status quo. When I think of this passage from the gospel this morning, for some reason, that song from Sam Cooke jumps into my head, that one, a change is going to come. He sings this line, it's been a long time coming, but I know change is going to come. That's certainly what we are celebrating and remembering this morning as we begin our Holy Week today on Palm Sunday, as we recall that this day is Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. But it's not a triumphant entrance that seeks to overthrow the Roman governor. It's not the reestablishment of the kingdom of Israel. Instead, there was this whole turning on its head of what's really important in life. And to accomplish that, there was only death. But death that would lead to resurrection, a death that would radically change the world as we know it, and continues to ask hard questions and pushes us into a direction where we are called to be the hands and feet of Christ in the world. For those of us feeling the tension, for those of us who are asking, how, how do we go out now again and interact with one another? For those of us who are pondering that, it means that when we decide to follow Jesus, it isn't our souls we are only opening up to change, but the entirety of ourselves, the entirety of our lives to the evolving call of Christ. As we head into this holy week, let us continue to join in the crowd, raising songs of praise and loud hosannas. As we head into Holy Week, may we also ask the question that the people in Jerusalem asked. Who is this Jesus that has come into our midst? And what new thing is it he calls us to do? 
So let us pick up our palm branches, set them on the ground, and be ready to pick them up again as we continue on our pilgrimage to the place where Jesus is leading us, a place that will draw us from the haze of figuring out what comes next into the revealing light of God's kingdom. We might not be quick to embrace this revolutionary vision Christ lays out for us, and that's okay because it it takes work, it takes time in some cases, but may we be bold and brave to continue to follow, to persevere, to grow, to even let go of something old, to embrace the new thing Christ is calling us to embrace. May we continue to embody these things as we look forward to the upcoming Easter hope. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.